At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let me tell you about the zebra. In case you haven't heard, car and home insurance rates are going up this year. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) With the zebra, you can compare home and car quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. I so highly recommend that you look at everything that you are spending money on and lock new rates in. Um, you, the average person going on to the zebra saves $922 a year in home and auto insurance. You're most likely overpaying. Please go to thezebra.com slash Beck. Show your support for the show for a company that is standing with us. But um, better, better yet, save a buttload of money on your house and car insurance go to thezebra.com slash beck know how much money you can save within five minutes online Friday. We've got a great show for you. A lot of voices to explain what's going on. Uh, but I'm going to start with something that I don't think you're going to hear anyplace else. If if you are somebody who knows that trouble is coming and you don't necessarily know what to do, um, and you are going to uh, you're going to get some information here that you will not get anyplace else. Um, I'd like to move the show's DEFCON status up a notch. If we were at DEFCON 3 as a program, we're at DEFCON 1. And I'll explain why. What is coming your way in 60 seconds? We have to get in shape. We have to uh, um, make sure that we are as healthy as we can. We got to get out of we got to get out of pain because uh, we are just we just need to be healthy. We, we everybody needs to be in the in the fight and helping one another. And may I recommend that if you have pain, you try relief factor. Nick wrote in, said, I've been taking relief factor twice a day for three months. I've noticed a huge difference in my overall pain level. I had knee and back and foot pain for quite a few years. All of that's gone and I feel great. Thank you, thank you, thank you for recommending Relief Factor. Nick, 
thanks for listening and thanks for just trying i mean if you've tried everything else man i know it's tough you're like really this clown on the radio is gonna really it, it works for me all i can say is it works for me i take it three times a day it is um, something that 70% of the people who try go on to order more month after month because I think they're like me or Nick. It works. Call the number four relief, 800, the number four relief or relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com, 800 for relief. Feel the difference. Okay, Stu, I want to lay out a couple of things. Um, first of all, the, um, the bank's in china or the major bank in china has decided not to do any business with russia uh and that seems confusing to some it makes it very crisp it reinforces everything i believe quite honestly um but we will i need to explain that and i need to tell you what's really going on with the price of oil and what it means and Stu, if you wouldn't mind um if you don't understand or you don't think the the it's clear enough, please help me out. Will you do that? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the Chinese bank thing was is that good? No, it's not good. That because you think that China and Russia are sort of aligned. Okay. They're coming on our side of the thi- of the. We have to. Debate. We 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 have to. Um, we have to think differently. A different game is being played. If the world was as it you know, uh, has always been, all of this would be a very good thing for the West and the United States and the stability of the world. Okay. Um, if this was 1938, this would be a very good thing if the world did this to, uh, Germany, mm-hmm. but it's not 1938. All right. It, this is a different scenario and we are weakening ourselves at the same time we're weakening Putin. Okay, and really, it is a race to see which one collapses first. And China is not on our side. Okay, so let me just give you some things that happened yesterday and some reports that came out from Bank of America and J.P. Morgan Chase. I have told you before, prepare for impact. I am telling you now we've hit the iceberg. Get into the lifeboats, get into the lifeboats. And I'll explain that. Here in a second, don't um, be fooled by the sideshow that is this Putin battle. Good guy, bad guy. Should we go in and get him? We should kill him and shoot him in the head. We should don't be sidetracked by that. That is something that will just delay you. They are on the deck of the Titanic arguing about that. Get to the lifeboat. Here's why. Yesterday, Russian crude was offered at a price more than $22 below the spot price, and no one bought it. So we say we're buying a Russian oil, we're buying all this stuff. Yeah, some stuff is still coming through a pipeline, but nothing is going offshore. Russia is so desperate now to sell this oil. They said, we'll sell it below market price by 22 bucks. And no one took them up on that. Okay. No one in the world. This is the great reset. And it is very, very effective. 
but I want you to understand what's happening behind the scene. So there is a bidless market now for Russian oil and uh, increasingly an offerless market for non-Russian oil. J.P. Morgan, their commodity strategist, uh, made a research note earlier yesterday. She noted that while the U.S. and its allies have so far stopped short of imposing penalties directly on Russian and oil and gas, on Tuesday it became increasingly clear that Russian oil is being ostracized. The preliminary Russian crude oil loadings for March revealed a one million barrel drop in the loadings from the Black Sea ports. That is also a $1 million drop from the Baltics and half a million, uh, half a million barrel drop in the Far East. In addition, there is now an estimated 2.5 million barrel loss in oil products loading from the Black Sea, total loss of 4.5 million Russian crude, blah, 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 blah. Putting the number in context, prior to last week, Russia was exporting 6.5 million barrels of oil and oil products, with two-thirds clearing through the now-frozen seaborne market. Out of that, Europe and the U.S. accounted for 4.3, with Asia uh, uh, rounding out the number. Echoing, uh, echoing uh, what was said yesterday, J.P. Morgan notes that as the Russian invasion entered its seventh day, Russian cargoes have become toxic for the majority of the Western trading houses, refineries, utilities, shippers, banks, ports, and insurers. As of this morning, almost 70% of Russian oil is struggling to find buyers. So far, if you're on the deck... Arguing this war, this seems good, right? This is the, I mean, this would be what you'd want, right? We're trying to isolate Russia financially. Yes. If we weren't actually niving and shiving ourselves at the same time. Hmm. The reasons include logistics, large number of oil tanker owners uh, can't uh, get the uh, the insurance, et cetera, et cetera. Signs are growing now that things are going to get worse as Russia's invasion into Ukraine is end- end- entering now a deadly new phase. President Biden is facing pressure from lawmakers in both parties to completely cut off U.S. imports of Russian oil and gas. In Europe, the conflict has revealed an extreme tension between European energy security, listen to this, and the region's primary energy supply, uh, supplier, likely leading to a rethink of European energy strategy where a Russia-free requirement might be added to the carbon-free category. Understand that? Europe's not shiving themselves. They're saying, okay, we may have to get out of Russian oil, but if we're going to do that, turn those frickin' nukes back on. Forget about this carbon-free nonsense. We got to do what we need to do to survive. Got it? Which is, of course, what they should be doing and what we should be doing. We should be opening up every drilling a hole in the ground. We should be pumping oil and gas everywhere. J.P. Morgan then repeats what Goldman said over the weekend. Goldman Sachs said disaster is coming, arguing that giving supply shock and bearing a breakthrough in peace negotiations, an immediate demand destruction is the only way to rebalance the market in the short term. That is terrifying. An immediate demand destruction. What is that? 
no one wants oil. No Why? One wants. Because this is the economy has collapsed and there's no demand. COVID. Right. COVID. COVID. Yeah. And to balance the market in this direction, as it stands, to balance the market, we have to use less oil than we did in 2019. In the first scenario, J.P. Morgan emits uh, that is so large, the immediate supply shock to the bank uh, or the supply shock. The bank believes prices need to increase to one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel and stay there for months to incentivize demand destruction, assuming no immediate Iranian volumes. Okay, we're hoping Iran. We're hoping (laughs) Iran will start selling its oil. The far scarier scenario from the bank, J.P. Morgan, is one where disruption to Russian volumes lasts throughout the year. In that case, they say Brent oil price could exit the year at one hundred and eighty five dollars a barrel, possibly two hundred dollars a barrel. So, you know, our entire global economy revolves around hundred dollar a barrel oil. Okay, everything we have, our groceries, our food, everything we do is based on a hundred dollars a barrel. That's just what all scenarios have been geared for. You don't change that overnight without extreme consequences. For instance, $140 a barrel was what it was uh, at for the 2008 collapse. That was the last straw. You cannot hold this thing together at a sustained $140 a barrel. We're talking about $185 to $200 a barrel. And remember, the Fed said they need to stop the economy. They need to do everything they can to slow it down. In the 1970s, we had an oil disruption, and it was horrible. OPEC just stopped selling us oil. Okay? Horrible. What we did in those times is almost exactly what we're doing now, except like the low-fat version. Okay? We are now eating bacon fat only. Uh, And to cure that, they had to take 20% interest rates. So you borrowed something. It was 20% for your mortgage. That's how we got out of it. But remember, we had a president who was saying, cut taxes, cut regulation. Just go, go out, build stuff, make stuff. Come on, entrepreneurs, let's go. Okay, that's what got us through that. Now we have a government saying more regulation, higher taxes, no power to the people and shut them off with gas, shut them off at the banking sector if we disagree with them. This is a death sentence, a death sentence again. But our government is hoping that Iran will return to the table. There's another supply valve, and that is the Strategic uh, Petroleum Reserve. (laughs) We will have to empty our Strategic Petroleum Reserve to be able to make a dent into this. Okay, 
and you don't want to empty the strategic oil reserve when the world could be on the brink of war. Now, J.P. Morgan ends their their thing yesterday saying, but you know what? It, it'll probably stay at one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel, um, you know, because maybe maybe this is going to end soon. And uh, and also maybe Iran will. We're hoping on those two things. I would suggest that um, you might hope and pray for that, but you might prepare for something a little uglier because we have people intent on destroying the Western world and the United States. And you have those people inside the house. The call is coming from inside the house. Let me explain explain it another way from another movie. It's a trap. Okay. Everything that everyone is arguing about. Stop. Stop. Concentrate now on food. Concentrate on fuel. Concentrate on being able to be the best, most non-fireable person in your company. Get into the lifeboat. Now, that was J.P. Morgan Chase. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what Bank of America said. Bank of America wasn't that rosy. 60 seconds. All right. If, you know, unless you have a computer making uh, uh, chip, uh, you know, a computer chip making machine, you know, someplace in your um, in your garage, you need to make sure that you can afford to get your car fixed when it goes out. Uh, these are kind of pricey issues. I don't know if you noticed that. Hey, did you see that uh, Ford uh, is going to have to uh, cut their production in half because of uh, chip shortage? I'm just doing that now. I'm never going to get a car, am I? You're never going to get a it's car. never going to come. Never going to get a car. Nope. Nope. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Uh, if your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles, we have got to take care of our cars. And it's going to get harder and harder to afford uh, the, the mechanic. Right now, you can lock in the price of the, if you will, medical insurance for your car. With carshield.com slash Beck, they will take care of the roadside assistance, the rental car, et cetera, et cetera. Find the plan that will cover you the best way and the most affordable way. Call them now at 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10%. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds station ID. Okay, so uh, Bank of America is saying that um, if most of Russia's oil exports are cut off, remember, 70% has now been cut off, there could be a 5 million uh, uh, barrel or larger shortfall, even if there is some offset from the release of strategic reserves and some increase in OPEC exports. That means oil prices could double from $100 uh, a barrel to $200 a barrel. Um, they say this is going to cause massive, massive uh, 
problems in the economy. We're already seeing them. Let me go to Bloomberg. Their uh, index of raw materials. So this is what does it cost for all of the raw materials to make things? Banks, importers, and shippers are now fearing new shortages in energy, grains, and metals. Raw materials saw its largely uh, its largest weekly gain in damn near half a century. We haven't seen this since OPEC oil crisis 1974. The biggest week in commodities unfolds since 1984. The global crude benchmark surged to 120 a barrel. Aluminum has hit uh, its high this week, and wheat has rallied its highest since 2008 as new shortage fears increase. We, quote, we have never seen such a steep and sudden commodity price uh, spike across so many assets. Until there is significant de-escalation, the record or elevated prices due to sanctions and disrupted supply chains will continue for many commodities. Um, okay, let me let me just let me just say this: We're in a different world. You have to start thinking differently. You, this is uh, I don't even know 1927, 1928. Maybe September 1929. I don't know. But I will tell you this. We are headed until and unless this administration changes its policies. They are they're going after a, a local oil company here in Texas, trying to get them to shut down. They are shiving us every step of the way. These Oil fields, these gas fields must be opened back up. They have to be opened back up. I believe it's a trap. I believe that this is um, well planned, well thought out. Uh, it will uh, it'll keep people back at home. It'll impoverish people like nobody's business. It'll make people cry out for the government. You've got to help us. We need more. Print more money. Uh, it is a recipe for disaster. Do not be in its path. Um, please start storing your food, any commodities. Start thinking like your grandparents right now if you're my age your grandparents that lived through the great depression start thinking that way now please okay let's lighten the show just a little bit next the glenn back program Okay, given the law of averages and the fact that cybercrime really, really only increases year after year, um, it's not a matter of um, if, it's a matter of when somebody is going to target you and, uh, and steal your identity. Um, your, your financial credibility is gone. Your ability to uh, really do business because uh, cybercriminals can just destroy your credit history. Um, your own personal integrity is also gone. That's what LifeLock is here for. They're, they're, they're going to do their best to protect what's yours. 
with LifeLock by Norton. Now, nobody can watch everything, but if you become a victim, their restoration specialist can work with you to help fix the problem and fix it quickly. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. All you have to do is call them at 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Get this worry off of your top of the list uh, and top of your mind. Let somebody else worry about things that you and I, if you're like me, I have no idea what to do. That's why I have lifelock.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn for your subscription to Blaze TV. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast that you can hear uh, before this show on Blaze Radio Network or wherever you get your podcasts. So you went through a lot of the detail of this, of what you see coming here in the last segment yeah but take out the detail for a second your to boil your theory down here we oil is going to spike to levels that are incredibly damaging to our economy Mm -hmm. and because of that we are going to continue to buy russian oil maybe continue maybe try to buy iranian oil (laughs) we're negotiating with them right Frickin' now, the Iranians. That's insane. And by the way, it's not damaging our economy. It is the likely depression that we will go into and possibly the end of the West because of the economic catastrophe that is coming our way. But other than that. But other than that. So listen, I know everybody is, I feel the same way. You know me. This audience, at least, knows me. You know, I mean, I see the suffering in Ukraine Ukraine and the Ukrainian eyes. I see the decency of those people. I see the willingness to be free. Nobody is standing up for freedom anymore. We're the last hope of the world. Okay? I don't want those people to suffer, and I don't want Putin to win. You cannot teach him that lesson. But let's have the real conversation here, the one that no one is having. We have already set a price on helping the Ukrainian people, have we not? For instance. Yes. We're not willing to spend American lives. Correct. Are you willing to go in? Now, ask yourself this question. Are you willing to go in with troops full force for the uh, Ukrainian people? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I mean, we've said no. Yeah. That. No, I, I'm we, not either. We've even said no to a no-fly zone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that any Americans want to do that. Okay. I, I haven't heard anybody advocating for that. All right, good. So we've, <laughs> we've already then established what we are. We're just haggling on price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Yeah. yeah. Right? That's the yes. truth. That's the it truth. It is the truth. We are haggling on price. And we say American blood and quite honestly, treasure and security because of all of the risks on that, we've already said no. We've just done it too much, and right. we're done with doing it. Correct. And we don't want to get into a war with Russia. That's, right. that is, that's not just American lives. That's, that you're is talking Armageddon. Armageddon. That's okay. end of the world type stuff. Good. Mm-hmm. So again, right. if you believe in any of that, you know, or for your own <laughs> reason, whatever your reason is, if you say, no, I'm not willing to send troops over there, you've had, you've, you've said there's a price to that freedom 
Right. Okay. Yeah. So that makes you not compassionate. If you believe that, that makes you already in the eyes of some. Yeah. And, you know, me too. Not compassionate. How can you say that when the suffering is going on? So that takes that argument off the table. Take that emotional argument off the table. You mean you're not willing to do everything to save these people? No, clearly as a country, we're not because we won't send our own troops Mm -hmm. in to help them. Okay, so enough of the bullcrap of the emotional side. Now, let me ask you, we've already had one price established. You are not willing to send in troops U.S. troops into Ukraine. That's price number one. Here's the other option that we are now going down without having the conversation. Are you willing to, within a year, face a depression, a depression, and possibly the complete destruction of the Western economy? Food... A crisis like we haven't seen since the Dust Bowl. Are you willing to pay that price? Possibly you lose your job, you lose your money, and your family is struggling for food and energy prices that make it so you cannot really afford any gas because it's $8 a gallon. And I'm not talking about California. I'm talking about everywhere. Are you willing to pay that price for the people of Ukraine? I know this sounds horrible, but it has to be said. Are you willing to go through that? No. But But what brings that on? Well, hang on. Just answer the question here. Yeah, no. But we, you know, we are obviously have to prioritize our own people, right? Correct. And -hmm. and so we do not have... Uh, a we're not part of nato they're not part of nato we don't have an agreement to defend them Mm -hmm. we can help them defend Mm -hmm. themselves Mm -hmm. that's what i think our role is Mm -hmm. here if there is one if you're a conservative the answer is very easy for you because you believe in the lifeboat theory you it was horrible but you had to if you were the titanic and you were in a lifeboat now, this isn't the same necessarily if there were three people in the lifeboat, <laughs> right, right. but if you were in a lifeboat and it was it was filled, you can't go back and get more people. No matter you're listening to their screams and it's horrible, but everyone will drown. That's why we believe in border security. We can't help mm-hmm. the rest of the world if we drown because everybody's coming here. Right. OK, so it sounds like it's not compassionate, but it is rational compassion. Okay, you can't kill yourself trying to help somebody else. And it's not as, as if we're not doing anything here. We're we're doing a lot. Okay, here's what brings this on, Pat. The world revolves. The entire we learned this in 2008. The world revolves around hundred dollar a barrel oil. It can handle spikes. It can handle 120 as long as there's an end to that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, the, the as long as it comes back down to 60 or yeah. 40. So the 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 collapse in 08, the last straw to break the camel's back. And let me ask you this question. Do you think we're stronger today than we were in 2008? No. You No. OK. So what the straw that broke the camel's back on our economy in 2008 that. They say, and I believe, 
would have tanked the Western banks and economic system entirely. That price was $140 a barrel sustained for how long? A few weeks, a couple weeks. Yeah, not very long. Weeks, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We, by cutting off oil right now, and remember, we're all saying we got to really hit them. We're already at $100, a $120 a barrel. Okay. Already at $120 a barrel. Um, and we are currently negotiating with Iran to supply the world with the 10% of oil the world needs. Let me ask you this question. Who is more dangerous to the American homeland, the American people, the American way of life, Vladimir Putin or Iran? Um, I think you believe it's Iran. Um, uh, a, a, no, let me rephrase mm. it. A fully financed Iran. Over a long period of time, I think you would, you may turn the tables to Iran. But with 13,000 mm-hmm. nuclear weapons, I still think Vladimir Putin's a bigger risk. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. A bigger risk. Um, but he is, he has not been hell bent on um wiping out the american way of life we have had him in a cage yeah, now yeah lately right and this is the know. question it has this turn Correct. has he turned over a new and that's leaf? what everybody is saying this is not the putin of five years ago okay you keep hearing that so let's say we cut off all their oil we collapse uh and maybe russia collapses but we don't take Putin out. It's just a disaster. Nobody has nobody has any money. We've collapsed the banking system. Mm-hmm. You still have Putin in Russia, and you have a richer Ayatollah in Iran, and you have the Western world begging them for oil. This is not a good scenario. We haven't made anything mm-hmm. better no. by that, okay? Uh, we just have to have the discussion here because everybody is pushing for crazy things they're pushing for let's do a no fly zone are you out of your mind that could end in nuclear war Mm -hmm. to save the um, ukrainian people are you willing to be in a war where one nuclear missile is launched against the united states oh god no of course not nuclear missiles no yes no no so were you willing to fight for them and do a no-fly zone if one missile is launched to Poland? No, I, no, no it no. doesn't matter, right? No, no. One missile launched to, Ru- to Russia in Moscow. No, the answer is no. We don't want nuclear war. Let's start looking at the actual consequences and stop looking at it like fat Americans who are like, <laughs> We control the world. We got all the power. We don't anymore. That has changed. It can change. I will listen now. Now that I'm looking at what's happening and I figured out that missing piece. Remember, I'm like, wait a minute. Something's wrong. What's wrong is it's a trap. You are dealing with Marxist revolutionaries that are running this country right now. They want to collapse it for their own Marxist reasons, but you also have the Great Reset that wants a collapse so they can reset 
have it collapse right into their arms. Okay? You have forces inside the house wanting this collapse. So are we going to go along with it? The only way we the only thing we should be saying is open up the oil fields and the gas lines Absolutely. here in America. Mm-hmm. You cannot do these kinds of sanctions and shiv yourself at the same time. We are empowering uh, we are empowering China. Who's the winner in this? China. China. You look at who we're empowering in the Middle East, Iran. And why? Because of some effing idea that we're going to get off all petroleum to help heal the planet. There will be nothing left of the American and the Western society unless you open up not the strategic reserves. That's the craziest thing I've heard. You're on the brink of World War III and you want to take our military strategic oil reserves and just pass it out so we can go to the movies. So we can have an, uh, an extra two days. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> that a, crazy. It's like two days. I mean, it's not even a good idea when normal times are going on, but right. when you're in a situation where war is, is already breaking out and we have <sighs> allies one border away from where missiles are flying so it's an insane idea so i want the ukrainian people to know i am with you i am with you i would collapse russia and uh, iran so fast with oil if we weren't killing ourselves. but i'm sorry ukraine until the people in this country stand up and absolutely at the gates of the white house demand that we open up our own reserves we cannot help you we cannot help what you. does that mean you can't help we, we can't are. we what do you mean we're going to do nothing I mean, we're already doing stuff. We are on the road to destruction. But but the the issue with helping Ukraine is not. Look, you're right. Compassion is compassion, and I love compassion. The issue we can't shut down all of Russia's oil. I know it drives me crazy. But listen, I was for shutting down Russia's oil. I've been for it. But now, when I see the missing piece, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Here's what's wrong. It's a trap. That's what's wrong. We cannot do that. We can supply them with arms. We can supply them with food. We can send over doctors. We can whatever they need. We can do that. But we cannot collapse ourselves and put ourselves in their position ready for God knows who Iran or China just to take it all. No, no. This government is not on the right side. And when I say that, I don't mean the Iranian people, Ukrainian people. What I mean is that they are on the wrong side of the American people until they secure us first. No, 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 that makes me very unpopular, but. That's what needs to be said today. People didn't like you last week either. Uh, thank you. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents. I trust.com real estate agents. I trust uh, is, is a, is a company that I started a few years ago um, because I didn't know how to find the right real estate agent. Then I started working, doing some uh, work with the 500 best real estate agents in the country, according to the wall street journal. 
and uh, and I learned what it takes. And it's really quite easy. So we started looking for those real estate agents and asked them, can we recommend you to people? And they did. It's a free service to you. All we do is recommend people that fit into that uh, that category of knowing the best practices uh, having the best track record and and quite honestly, having the best customer reviews as well. Getting the job done and buying and selling real estate agents. I trust Go there now. Real estate agents. I trust The Glenn Beck program. Miss a day. Miss a lot. Visit blaze today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Bill O'Reilly is uh, coming up in uh, just a second. I, there's so much more to be had on on this, so much more to explain. Um, but it is it, it, the 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 solution is uh, we have to. If, if we had a president right now who is saying, "Look, you know how I feel about global warming, but I've just I've just." Uh, opened up all the pipelines. I've uh, removed some of the uh, restrictions and some of the regulations right now just to make us oil independent just for the time being. Even if he said, I'm doing it until this crisis is over, you could you could understand. But he's doing the opposite. He is putting more regulations on and not opening up anything strategically that's suicide suicide on this program that we try to do is bring you a different perspective bring uh, people together that don't necessarily agree with each other um, I love this Friday hour because Bill O'Reilly is here and I love the guy and I don't always agree with his opinion uh, and Michael Mallett who I think is hysterical uh, but I certainly don't agree with his opinion all the time and I don't think Bill and Michael would agree on, on a lot of stuff however we have all found a way to common sense, and that is what the world needs. Open up your mind, expand it a bit. Bill O'Reilly, the news of the week in 60. Karen wrote in about her uh, about her aches and pains. She said, I used to complain to my husband that I just heard all over. I finally decided to try Relief Factor, and before I even finished the three-week quick start, I noticed... I didn't hurt anymore. 
That did it for me. I'll be a lifelong user of Relief Factor. Way to get your life back, Karen. Thank you so much. Uh, it works for Karen, works for me, works for thousands of people uh, all over the country that are just in this audience. The three-week quick start was developed for you just to see if it works for you. It should work within three weeks. If you're not seeing any effects in three weeks, it probably won't. But 70% of the people who try the three-week quick start go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. The number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, the author of Killing the Mob, which is out in bookstores everywhere. By the way, the Great Reset is back on shelves. Uh, ah, paper shortage and all. Uh, you can get that and, and uh, Killing the Mob as well and BillOReilly.com. Hello, Bill. How are you? I'm okay. You know, you had the same problem I did. So Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, is supposed to come out in uh, November. Right. And they couldn't, they couldn't print them. I know. It's crazy. It is so absolutely it's, crazy. It's coming out May 3rd. I sent you the book. Of course, you're yep. going to deny getting it. I understand. No, I didn't. That, that I you'll deny it, but I sent it to you, and I hope you read it. You will like it, and you will learn better. All it's right. Important, important for you to learn. Okay. Bill. Yes. Biggest story of the week. Um, for me, because I'm in a unique perch here, um, and just let me explain to the Glenn Beck listeners, I get an enormous amount of mail because we have a television broadcast centered on BillOReilly.com, which is syndicated out. And then we have a radio broadcast, which like Beck, and Beck is far more successful than I am on well, radio. Be- basically because you can't see him. Um, Between the radio and the television, the reach is enormous, and it's worldwide reach now. When I was at the Fox News Channel, we didn't go to most uh, foreign countries. Now we do. And it's startling to me, Beck, how little some people understand the Ukrainian-Putin situation. So explain it. And it's also startling how much propaganda oh yeah and is is in play and how again this is being politicized almost like covid mm-hmm. do you realize there there is a um, <clears throat> i guess it's a twitter thing i stand with putin and it's exploding and it's it's it was put up there by russians by russian propagandists working for putin because you can do that and, and now I'm getting all this mail about I stand with Putin, and I'm basically lying about the whole thing from top to bottom. And then you have a guy like Colonel McGregor. You know who this guy is? No. Okay, so this guy McGregor worked for RT, the Russian television service. Well, he's all over cable basically telling Americans – that, hey, you know, Putin, he's not doing anything that the United States didn't do in 1960 with Cuba. Mm. I mean, I'm sitting there, and, and, of co- and the hosts and the anchors who are talking to this McGregor, they don't say anything. They just let it go. And so this is such a dangerous situation, Ukraine. It's so intense, and it affects every single person on the planet. Yet we have this unbelievable barrage of propaganda, and many people are believing it. And I think that is a huge underreported story. I think 
I think um, people are feeling that and seeing that and scratching their heads. Uh, and yet nobody in the media is is talking about it in any other way other than no. how come all these Republicans suddenly love Vladimir Putin? You know what it is? Since you and I were were pretty much involved with the change in television news from the inception, when the technology gave the big corporations the ability to do 24-7 news on TV, mm-hmm. in the beginning, traditional journalists were hired. People that were, you know, I have a master's degree in broadcast journalism, and, they, and, and then, then I had worked local news and, and network news, CBS and ABC as a correspondent. I knew what I was doing, and the people that were hired with me knew what they were doing. And now they hire people basically on ideology. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you watch the three cable news operations, the people are sitting there because they will say what management wants them to say. All right? It's not like Glenn Beck was going to say what he want, he believes is right to say. It's these people are told what to say. And therefore, they're getting people that don't know anything, Beck. They know how to take orders, but they don't know what happened in the Cuban Missile Crisis. They don't know why there's a no-fly zone or what a no-fly zone is. or They don't know any of this. They so, don't know oil production. They don't know how it, it comes about. I, I'm getting this flood of letters about Biden's the devil because Biden's buying oil from Russia. Well, we've been buying oil from Russia for about 30 years. Right. Okay? So, yeah, Biden doesn't do what he should because he never does. But the other presidents bought oil from Putin, too. So here's the here's the thing on the the oil that I'd like to get your your view on. We are currently negotiating a new deal with Iran. Can you imagine how favorable those who are? That's true. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. Why? What this what the carrot is, Beck, is if Iran signs the nuke deal and says we're not going to develop any nukes, Uh then the United States might enter into oil talks with them. You see what I mean? Yeah, but the rest of the world, look, here's the the thing that I I don't think anybody is talking about. We are shiving ourselves, okay? If we want to cut off all uh, Russian oil, fine, I agree with it. If, if... We were opening up all of our resources and we were doing what basically that what Trump was doing. We were energy efficient and energy independent. And we could then look at the oil companies and say, do you need some more restrictions pulled off? Can you open this up for for any more? And we were selling the world its oil, selling ourselves the oil. But we are cutting off all of our own resources at the same. We're more harsh on our resources than Putin, than we're being on Putin right now. That's suicide, Bill. Suicide. A hundred percent correct. And it's even worse than that. It's even worse than what you just described. And by the way, that point of view has been put forth. So anybody paying attention has got to understand that point of view that Biden has hurt this country 
because he is afraid of the of the climate change warriors. Okay, and he's thrown all his restrictions on fossil fuel. But here's the kicker: so Beijing and Moscow just entered into arrangement where Russia is sending billions of tons of coal over a long period of time to China, who's building coal plants. So while the the climate change warriors and Biden in the United States have strangled the fossil fuel industry and caused all Americans to double what they're paying for fuel, the other side of the world says, you're idiots, we're going to pollute the world even worse. So it's a planet. You're not going to have one side that's green and the other side brown. That's not how it works. Yet the U.S. media blacks out the reporting of India, of China, and Russia that they will not cooperate in the global warming fight. So therefore, the policy that we have is so Mm self-destructive to Americans. Now, I'm saying you you should develop alternative energy, and you should get away from fossil fuel, but you don't destroy, okay, what Americans need until you have the technology, the green technology, and we don't have it yet. If if you look at I don't know if you read the J.P. Morgan Chase or Bank of America uh, outline, the Treasury just uh, moved us to GDP projection of zero, um, which is exciting. Uh, and Bank of America and uh, J.P. Morgan Chase just came out and they predicted one of them predicted one hundred and eighty five dollar a barrel uh, oil. And the other one uh, said two hundred dollars a barrel. Um, this is. This is going to shut I mean, us it's, it's down. Crippling. It's right. crippling. I don't believe that will happen. I hope you're right. Um, because what I think will happen is OPEC will, you know, sense that it can make another $100 billion and pump the hell out of the desert. Why um, the hell are we not doing that? This makes me because so of the global angry. warming people. Now, we got to <sighs> suffer through three more years of Biden. But come November, Biden is just cut off if the Republicans win both houses. If they don't screw it up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have no confidence, but it's going to be like a Trump vote. So the reason Trump lost was because Americans voted against Trump, Mm -hmm. not for Biden. Right. So now that's going to be the same mindset, we're going to vote against Biden and the Democrats, not particularly for the Republicans who have very difficult time articulating anything. Um, and I believe that will happen. It's almost assured now that it will happen because nobody has any confidence in Joe Biden's leadership. I mean, if you watch the state of the union, you saw a guy who really didn't know what he was saying. He was just reading words off a paper, you know, and, and Biden, one of the few presidents that doesn't even edit his speeches, he, he rehearses them because they don't want them to fumble. But it's like when Trump got a speech, when Obama got a speech, Anybody. neither wrote. I write everything I say, Beck, mm-hmm. as you probably know. Neither Trump nor Obama wrote. But they edited. Biden doesn't do that. They just hand them the pages. And, and you know, when you're watching him as a professional, like you and I 
ostensibly are. <laughs> you can see it. You can see it. I mean, he goes the Iranian people. He meant mm. the Ukrainian people. Right. Now, and folks don't know this, but he's looking at a teleprompter with giant letters. Giant letters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not little print. And he's, he, but he doesn't know what he's, because if he did know, immediately when you make a verbal mistake on a teleprompter, you correct it. Oh, I mean, I just booted that, so here's the correction. He just goes right through. And, and so I'm saying to myself, if Americans don't understand now what the deuce is happening, they're never going to understand. So this is kind of a, like a tipping point. If you know people in your life who think Joe Biden's doing a great job, those people are never going to be seen. You know, maybe you encourage them to move away. I don't know what you do. Bill O'Reilly, back with him in just a second. Uh, uh, first, let me tell you about let me tell you about Goldline. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it rents it for a while. Uh, with inflation here, uh, we are going to be buying less and less. Uh, our money will be worth less and less until it eventually is worthless. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. Here's what money does buy a certain level of security for you and your family. So when the U.S. dollar is losing its ability to do that, it's time to find solid ground. I just saw somebody, um, a um, financial guru that just said he thinks gold is going to three thousand dollars an ounce. I hope not, because the world's insane, more insane than it is at three three thousand dollars an ounce. Um, But I don't buy it for investment purposes i i buy it for um a hedge against insanity just insanity what is going to be worth anything i like historic gold like the five dollar gold indians find out why from goldline this week goldline has a special promotion that includes free silver one ounce indian coin replicas uh with a box of 20 of the historic indian gold coins you're going to receive 10 of these silver replicas for free they're tough to find. It was silver shortages hitting the market now. So it's a great time to get involved. Call Goldline today, 866 Goldline. 866 Goldline. Call them right now. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill, have you ever interviewed uh, Vladimir Putin? No. Okay. I had an interesting uh, note, though, sent to me from the Russian ambassador that Putin wants to meet me. That happened about mm, eight months ago. Really? Yeah. And I said, uh, well, if he invites me to his $1 billion DACA on the Black Sea, maybe I'll make the trip. Do you realize that he's the richest man in the world, Beck? No. Yes, he is. Vladimir Putin is the wealthiest man on the planet, and part of the uh, good thing, there's a very few of them, is that he cannot spend his money now anywhere. So how he made his money was that if you want to do business with Russia, i.e. buy oil, buy anything, develop a business there, he gets a kickback. So killing the mob... Putin makes these guys look like Boy Scouts, Girl Scout cookie sales. All right. So anything that comes through commerce in the so in Russia, sorry, um, he gets a piece. That's why his pals, the oligarchs, the gangsters who run the industry. Okay, that's why that's the deal. You get eighty, I get twenty. 
Then I send my money to various places. A lot of it's in Switzerland. Some of it's in Monaco. Mm -hmm. So Putin has a mistress. He's not married, but when he was, this woman was around. I think uh, he has a child by her. Yeah, he does. She lives in Monaco, okay, where Putin's yacht was uh, anchored. It's this giant yacht. And now they had to move it because they're seizing all the Russian mm. yachts. They're going to the Maldives. You know where the Maldives is? Uh, yes. It's south of India because India will not cooperate with any of the sanctions against Russia because Modi does business with Russia. And when you do business with Russia, you get a little backsheesh. You know what backsheesh is? Back- that I don't. That's a bribe. All right. Now, well, if I'm sheesh. ever in ever in India... You I'll remember you not to offer one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Putin's the most, he's the wealthiest guy in the world. He's got untold billions of dollars stashed all over the world. And that's one of the reasons that I didn't think he was going to invade. Right, Ukraine. and that's I was, what I, I, was, that's I, what I want to ask you. You know, when you look at uh, the mob, uh, you, you can pretty much predict the mob because it's what's good for them. Yeah. This is not good for Putin, no. is it? No. So what is he doing? I, I, you know, maybe he's mad, M-A-D. I mean, maybe he's crazy. Because, look, step back. This will subside. Now, Ukraine may be enslaved by the Russians, but then they'll be, as there was in Afghanistan with the Soviet Union invasion, there'll be a guerrilla war, and then the Russian troops will be living in barracks, and all of a sudden a hand grenade will come through the window. And that's not going to stop, all right? That'll continue on, that urban warfare. So Putin gets nothing out of this. He gets nothing out of Ukraine. There's nothing there that benefits Putin other than I'm a macho man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reimpose the Soviet Union. Now, you say to yourself, the guy can't spend his money. He can't go anywhere. Forever he's a villain. He's Saddam. He's Saddam Hussein. That's who he is. Right after Saddam invaded Kuwait, and then we had to fight a little war to get him out of there, that was the end of him. He couldn't go anywhere. He's not invited to any place. Nobody's going to talk to him. And that's what Putin did. So Putin was a world leader. They booted him out of the G8 for seizing Crimea. Didn't seem to care much about that. But now there's not going to be any summits with Putin. He's not going to be invited to Iceland to talk about stuff with Denmark. That's never going to happen again. He's going to sit on his tush in Russia and, I guess, invade Moldova next. I'm not quite sure. But it is insane what he did because he destroyed himself. Which makes me think we, uh, that he, we are dealing with a madman or we're dealing with somebody that we don't understand his motives, and that's even scarier to me. Bill yes, O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Uh, his uh, book, Killing the Mob, is out and available. Make sure you pick it up if you haven't already. BillOReilly.com. Bill, talk to you next week. Thanks. Well, I have been working out a lot, uh, thinking, no, wait, no, wait. I've been thinking about working out a lot, uh, lately. And, uh, 
uh, and I still am not going to do it. But what I am doing is eat built bars. I like to eat. You see, I like sweet things. I like chocolate an awful lot. Um, it, Pat brought in his uh, cookies from his company and they were mint chocolate, which is my favorite flavor. And it probably had about, what would you say, 70,000 calories in it? Speaking of that, I had the yeah. box right over here. Yeah, about 70,000 calories. Um, I will tell you, Built Bar has 130. And while they don't taste buttery like Pat's 70,000 calories, they are just, they are delicious. Yeah. They are delicious and they're a candy bar. It's a candy bar. Now, it's healthy for you, 130 calories, about four net grams of uh, carbs, uh, and uh, lots and lots of protein. It's a protein bar, really. It's a health bar. But it tastes like a candy bar. Check them out. Built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and save 15%. Built.com. Pick up your copy now of The Great Reset by Glenn Beck, available at glensnewbook.com and bookstores everywhere. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome, Mr. Michael Malice. Michael, how are you, sir? I'm well. How are you, Glenn? Well, I'm uh, I'm not as good as you are, quite honestly. I know your dad has business in Ukraine, and he is out. Correct? Yeah, that's, it was good to hear. Um, yeah. it, was, it was a very, very disturbing news. Uh, you know, I was born there, as you know. My whole family is from there. We got out in the 70s. And I got a call from my sister. And I think when people see headlines, uh, it's a lot different when it's something that is personal, oh, you know, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he was making his way west. Uh, we're from Lviv, which is the furthest west, you know, major city in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And my dad is not a very nice, cuddly person. Um, <laughs> I've never seen him. I mean, as you can imagine, given the spawn that he created. Um, and I've never seen him cry. I've never even say he's been upset by something. You know what I mean? Not because he's a tough guy. He's very sarcastic and eye rolling. And he was telling my sister that, you know, he's on this train car and there's all these moms with their kids and the kids are all crying. And he's sitting next to this little boy who was crying that they're going to kill my dad. They're going to kill my dad. And, you know, it, it broke him up. And when you hear things like this, I think that's, you know, the most important thing in a situation is, you know, you know, there's all these information and misinformation going on the media. But what we do know is there's a million people who are correctly fleeing war. And, you know, that is where my thoughts are with. Michael, what did you learn from your dad, if anything, um, that might differ with the highly censored news that we're receiving? Um, I don't know that he would have any particular perspective as to what's going on in the news, other than the fact that, you know, the people are, you know, we're hearing a lot of this like counter propaganda. They're like, oh, it's not that bad. They're not targeting civilians. You know, that's just people beating the war drums against Putin. And that might be all well and good, but you don't have to target civilians to make civilians terrified, mm -hmm. understandably. You don't have to target civilians when a military is coming 
to seize towns. And, you know, when you're arming an entire population and, and, you know, making it illegal for the men to leave, or at least very difficult, I'm not sure what the latest you know, principles are, and, and, you know, separating families with just a backpack on their back. So thankfully, what, I, what else, you know, he told my sister is when they got across the border, they were being taken care of. There was food for them, diapers, you know, baby formula and whatnot. Um, so that is, you know, a little modicum of hope. But I got to tell you, you know, you know, I'm technically Ukrainian refugee uh, under far better circumstances. But, you know, this, when you're a kid and you see something like this, that's going to screw you up for life. For life. Um, Michael, uh, because you are a Ukrainian refugee and, uh, you know, your dad just escaped. Um, tell me what we should be doing. Well, I, I mean, he had the golden ticket, the American passport. So I don't think he was ever really in, in you know, in danger. We should. I, I don't know. You know, this is the thing. There, There's so much. Um, I don't know that this is a situation where there's any necessarily good guys. What mm-hmm. we should be doing, and what I did, I, I raised some money yesterday on YouTube um, for World Central Kitchen to feed people who are hungry who have been displaced in different organizations. That's what I'm focused on. But in terms of what's going on there, I don't understand Putin's endgame at all. Because, you know, this goes back to Thatcher and the Falklands. You don't get to be the aggressor and then sit down and say, now let's have a discussion. That question was kind of resolved internationally in the early 80s with Argentina and the Falklands. Reagan, you know, was telling her, and Al Haig, the Secretary of State at the time, was telling her, let's sit down and talk with the Argentinians. And she's like, no, you don't get to discuss uh, peace after you've invaded. You, you remove your forces, then we can talk until doomsday. But after that, that is not the time for conversation. And I don't think that that's an inaccurate position. And Putin knows this is the international principle. He saw what happened at the UN when you have Iran and Israel voting the same, that that's telling you something. Maybe it's not something nice, but regardless, mm-hmm. uh, he's not a stupid person. Uh, I, I don't see he's a KGB agent. So he's clearly a conniving Machiavellian. So, I mean, I don't think he thinks that he's just going to seize Kiev and everyone else is just going to shrug their shoulders and be like, well, I guess Ukraine is back to Russia now. Is it too crazy in today's world to think that perhaps uh, he believes he can outlast sanctions longer than the West can? with the oil game. I mean, you know, uh, oil has now hit $120 a barrel, 140 sustained collapsed us in 2008. Um, you know, is there, is there a chance he's thinking I can be the one to destroy the West and have them collapse before I collapse? You know what? I, if I had to, if you put a gun to my head and ask me, what do I think he's thinking? Yeah. I would bet that he's trying to get the West and especially Europe distracted so that China pulls something because mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind that China knew he, what he was going to do. Oh, he, he gave them the heads up. They, he, so, they said to him, can you just delay it until the Olympics are over? Yeah, exactly. So the fact that they gave him the green light and that they have designs on Taiwan at the minimum um, is very concerning to me. 
And when, when Macron, who I don't particularly trust or like, uh, is telling us that the worst is yet to come, well, I don't know what that means, but it sure doesn't sound better. <laughs> <laughs> and the French, no misery. You know, the French, no misery. So, I mean, good food, but everything else is miserable over in France. Um, <laughs> um, Michael, how can we how can we help? What was the organization you were giving to? It was called World Central Kitchen. Um, it's it's done by Chef, Chef Jose Andre, I think is his name. And basically, there's different places around the world where they you know feed people and just have cooks who give people a hot meal. Uh, so I think this is as apolitical and as, you know, basic decency as it gets. Uh, thank you for that. It, do you uh, do you have any other thoughts on anything other than uh, Ukraine? Did you see the president's speech? Oh, God, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was at the gym, so I saw highlights. Uh, my thoughts are also <laughs> with the Iranian people. And he's true. He's right. Uh, Putin will never take the hearts of the Iranian people. I think that, I, you know, you, got, you conservatives like to attack the president and call him dishonest, but right. he's telling the truth. He was. The, he was at an abs- and you have to give him credit for yeah, that. Yeah, you do. You, you do. Look, Although you I think he, I think, I think he's going for the hearts of the, the uh, Uranian, uh, Iranian people. <laughs> the Ur- the, Ura- yeah. the Iranian people yeah. and the Jupiter people yeah. and the Saturn people <laughs> will never submit to tyranny, no matter how many moons they have. Right. We have one moon, and I'm going to walk on it. I'm going to be the first president to walk on the moon. Jill, where's my walker? <laughs> Michael Malice, thank you so much. Michael Malice. Uh, Always a pleasure. You bet. Uh, the author of The Anarchist Handbook and host of the podcast, You're Welcome. You can find him at michaelmalice.com. You know how uh, they teach people working in banks to detect counterfeit money? Kind of interesting. Uh, they mostly show them what to look for in legitimate bills because something's almost always missing in counterfeit. When children learn about history and the values of their country, it is vital that they first learn what's supposed to be there. That way, it's easy for them to spot and go, wait a minute, you're missing this. The things that should be there in education, it's a lot of missing stuff. We are getting counterfeit history right now. It is your God-given duty. Wow, that takes on a different feel in today's world, doesn't it? It is your God-given duty to prepare your children for the world they are about to inherit. The Tuttle Twins books teach about freedom and the history of America, but they also do more than that. They reach in and grab your kids' imaginations through the stories that are based on classic and important American books. The Tuttle Twins tell stories that will stick with them forever. Get a free copy of the 13 questions to level up your family dinner conversation. It's They're fantastic. Uh, and their free workbooks right now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a 35% discount plus the bonuses. That sale ends today. So get them today. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com.
Welcome uh, to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, in case you in case you need to hear what's going on, uh, f- you know, in Ukraine from the other side of the world, here is uh, the an India talk show host explaining the uh, Ukrainian Russian war. Daniel McAdams, not j- just take a just take a bit of a chill pill. I didn't even address the question to you. Relax. Calm down. I don't want to relax. No, My no. country uh, is well at then, war. Well, Mr. McAdams, have, Mr. McAdams, if you are so concerned, if you are so concerned about it's Ukrainians, then no, no, hang on, hang on, Mr. McAdams, if you're so concerned about, no, no, hang on, if you're so concerned about, get off the fence and send your forces and put boots on the ground. Don't lecture us here in India, okay? I'm not going to hear your lecture. And if you have Why really problems, go tell Mr. Uh, no, go tell the U.S. I'm president, Mr. Sir. Biden, who you flashes. No, no, hang on. Who flashes his fancy credentials? No, no, don't, 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 Mr. McAdams, tonight. Don't, Mr. McAdams, tonight. Play the play the for the West here. Do not do that. We have no. Hang on, hang on. You asked those of guns. You asked those of guns what they have gone through for off planes because you dumped them you ask you i can't now i don't understand anything do you understand anything no it's way too complex i mean they're just talking over each other here's a better explanation of what's going on if you're watching any level of news even social media (laughs) you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the ukraine break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the united states so Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. (gasps) Russia is a powerful country. Mm. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. And that's right. Basically, that's wrong. Oh, okay. Now, if you'd like a deeper explanation, (laughs) uh, not all the way to India, but a deeper explanation than that, congratulations. Uh, I have one. Today on the podcast, uh, it was actually released for uh, Blaze subscribers. You can get it today, Blaze TV, or you can get it tomorrow as we release it tomorrow for all podcast um, subscribers. Um, Here's Adam Curry. Now, Adam Curry is the MTV guy. He's also probably the godfather of podcast, one of the very first real movers and shakers in the podcast world, and uh, got Steve Jobs to add that to the uh, the Apple. What were those called? iPod? No. Uh, yeah, iPod. iPods. iPods. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he he was instrumental in that. He's quite a brilliant guy with a very big background, and we sat down and we talked about Ukraine. Here he is. Listen. Anyone who has a brain will say, if we're taking away petroleum and oil and we're replacing it with renewables, doesn't that screw up the petrodollar? Mm-hmm. Well, because the reason why the dollar is the reserve currency is because we told Saudi Arabia, price it in dollars, everyone buys it in dollars. We clear those dollars through the New York Fed, through SWIFT. And, um, and if someone makes a problem, then we'll come in with our army. And if you try to sell in euros, um, Correct. Gaddafi, you know, will uh, we'll come and kill you. And that's basically how the dominance has always been there. So clearly that's not aligned with the climate message. And enter... Um, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Fink, I call him the Fink, Larry Fink. Um, These are people who are transforming our world in front of us. And so I 
openly. I, yeah. Oh, no, this is the point. This is yeah. no conspiracy. They're yeah. telling you. So I yeah. Googled that phrase, transform the global financial system. Up pops GFANS, mm-hmm. which is the Geneva Financial Advisor Net Zero organization, headed by Michael Bloomberg, headed by uh, Carney, the former uh, uh, Bank of England director. Um, uh, Fink is in there, the CEO of every single bank, uh, City, JP, they're all in there. And there's a pledge. It's Glasgow, isn't it? The Glasgow, not Geneva? Oh, Glasgow, I'm sorry, yes. Sorry. No, no, thank you. And, And I look at the pledge that they have in there, and the pledge says, I pledge that every deal I do, everything I do right now, will be to get us to net zero by 2050 or mm-hmm. before. And I will not invest in anything that has to do with oil. Mm-hmm. So now we get to where we are today. What is, what is, so we have a Putin, Russia, we don't need to talk about what actually the history of that is. Kinetic attack, supposedly, it seems a little sketchy, all the stuff that I'm seeing. And we're hitting back with what? Financial weapons. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are we using financial weapons? I believe this is it, Glenn. I believe this is never let a crisis go to waste. This is the tipping point. We need to price energy so high because that's the effect. That's the yeah. effect. Is energy yeah. is going to be so high and some other, because you, when you, and we can talk about SWIFT in a minute, when you change something in a system, in a network like that, I know enough from technology that one small change, that can screw up a lot of things. Already wheat prices are now as high as yeah. Arab Spring days. So there's going to be, Really, really, really hard times. And I think that the idea is to shut down global production because of the cost of energy. No one's going to want to produce. Go back home, sit at home. Don't worry. We'll take care of you just like COVID. We're going to send you money. This time, though, not a check. This time, it's your Federal Reserve digital dollar. And then we're in deep trouble. And I don't think that's stoppable. I think that is, is unstoppable at this point. But I'm a Doomer optimist, so I have, I have ideas and solutions. You know, I have ideas. <laughs> I am an optimistic catastrophist. Uh, I'm also a conspiracy therapist. Yeah. So yes, I have <laughs> a number good. of uh, phrases, yeah. It is a great podcast, don't miss it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. so much for listening this program is growing by leaps and bounds every day more and more people are coming and i think it's because we are giving you information that you're not getting anywhere else if you really want to understand the world what it means and how to prepare for what is coming this is the program for you we're gonna we're gonna take you to the great reset versus the great awakening it will give you a deeper understanding of the chaos that is being stirred even in our own churches here in America 
and it'll give you a deeper understanding of what Putin is really all about. We go there in 60 seconds. Been telling you about Rough Greens for a while now. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food, gives them critically important vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all that stuff that helps them lead a healthier and happier life. Uno is 10 uh, and starting to slow down and my wife did it. She's getting a new dog. She's getting, she's gone for Hold another. The not yet. Probably today. She said, I, we, let's, let's just go. Let's go see him. Let's go talk about it this weekend. Maybe Friday. By Monday, we will have a new dog. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm still in the, hey, look at these pictures. Yeah, mode, no, so. I know. I've already gone through okay. that every day. But anyway, um, she was telling me, she said, you know, Uno is amazing. She said, remember when Victor was 10, I had to help him up and down the stairs. And I had forgotten that he was, you know, only 10 at that point. And I'm really, I'm sad for Uno, but he's still doing great. And I think, I really do believe it's because of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get it now. Get a free bag. All you pay for is shipping. one 833 glenn thirty three. 833-GLEN33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Justin Haskins is uh, with me. He is the co-author of The Great Reset, which is available in stores everywhere. You can get the audio book. You can get the hardbound uh, book uh, everywhere you buy your uh, books. Get it now before <laughs> before we run out again. You know, we run out again. I'm just, I'm just... Uh, anyway, it's a good problem to have. Glenn. Shut up. Uh, the Great Reset. The Great Reset available everywhere now. <laughs> Justin, he is the editorial director of the Heartland Institute and editor in chief of StoppingSocialism.com. Hi, Justin. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I think we might be on the verge of World War Three, but you know, other than that, yeah, everything's fine. Did you, know? you Did you listen to hour one of this broadcast today yet? I have not. It was oh, hour you two, bastard. not hour one. Okay, so hour two, hour one, um, I kind of gave a warning, and I'd, I'd like to hear your uh, view on it. I kind of gave a warning of, uh, gee, uh, we're shiving ourselves while we're also kniving Russia, um, and uh, explained what's coming. And, and I just, I really feel that this whole Russia-Ukraine thing to quote a very brilliant strategist, it's a trap. <laughs> and <laughs> That's my favorite strategist. Too. I know. Yeah. And we are really, we're headed for real trouble. If you missed hour number one, go back and listen to it. It is vital if you want to be ahead of things. And, and please, if you have friends who are awake, tell them to listen to the podcast or to the show so they stay ahead. Things are moving rapidly. Justin. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I think that the more I learn about what's going on, and, and I felt this way throughout reading Alexander Dugan's book, the more convinced I am that there are no truly good sides here. I mean, in a way, I, I think the people of Ukraine or are fighting for their lives are heroes, without a doubt. But the Great Reset side is not the good guys. No. And Russia and Vladimir Putin... They're not good guys either. Yeah. We're dealing with lots of tyrants here. So here's the here's the thing that I think if people can understand this, they will get it. This is not an American issue. This is a this is happening all over the world. 
For instance, the Chinese in Hong Kong, the people are the good ones. It's their government that is squashing everyone and controlling everyone. Same thing with Putin. Putin, the people are rising up. The people are uh, rising up against him in Ukraine as well. The people in France are rising up saying there's too much control here. The people of uh, Brexit did the same thing. The people of Canada, the people, the people get it. It's the elites that are all going for either international socialism, the Great Reset, or national socialism, Russia and China. That's, That's what's really exactly happening. Right. That is exactly right. That is the most important thing for people to take away. And this, this has been going on for a long time to varying degrees, and it ebbs and flows. But you can trace this all the way back to the 1800s. You can find debate. The early socialists, the first big fight they had was, should we have national socialism, which ended up becoming fascism, like Nazi, Nazism and Benito Mussolini in Italy and in Spain and elsewhere, or should we have international socialism? And that debate, to some extent, has continued on all the way to today. The arguments have changed a bit, but really what I think we're seeing today is a battle between elites, and the people are, cross, are, are caught in the middle of that. And the elites are the international uh, fascists, 21st century modern fascism, which is what we talk about in the Great Reset book, and then hardcore ultranationalist uh, uh, fascists who are focused on national fascism and building a coalition of nations and peoples that agree with that model. Neither right. side is good. And the people are caught in the middle. Right, because neither both sides will rule over the people and they look at people as cogs, which if we get into the uh, book uh, from Alexander Dugan, I would urge any real thinking person to read this book. If you don't understand the concepts we're talking about, read my book, The Great Reset, first, um, because Dugan is very good at using language to try to get people scooped up into this this Russian movement. And it is extraordinarily dangerous. Um, But he talks about and I was glad to see in the first couple of pages, he talks about his great awakening is all to fight the the great reset, which, you know, he lays out a pretty good case against the great reset. But his problem is. that he is also fighting is individualism. He believes we have to have a collective view. So that's where America breaks away from any of this stuff that Russia is pushing. Yes, that's really important to understand. I think it goes back to what what we just talked about, where this is really a battle between elites with different collectivist mindsets. And individualism is, is not, he kind of, tries to make the argument that individualism has naturally led to things like the Great Reset. And I think that's completely ludicrous. That's Mm -hmm. not what has happened at all. And he acts as though there isn't any other option. It's either fascists or we're international fascists. Uh, it's, It's one or the other. We're fascists either way, national or international. And he ignores that there's this whole other group of people. The book is incredibly insightful, but everyone who reads it needs to understand it's propaganda. That's what it is. It is designed to try to convince Republicans who lean towards Trump to join the side of Russia and China and Iran and Turkey. He specifically lays this out later in the book toward the very end. 
that this is the whole purpose of this. You guys have been screwed in America. They don't care about your values in the heartland. We believe in nationalism. We believe in defending traditional values. And you need to join with us to stop this international uh, fascism movement, because if we don't join together, we're going to be overwhelmed by it. And humanity is at stake, not just our societies, but all of humanity, the definition of what it means to be a person, the definition of gender and the meaning of the purpose of sexuality. All of this stuff is caught up in this as well. And it is a it is really, in some parts, brilliantly written propaganda. In other parts, he shows his hand a little too strong. But yeah. if you get to the end, if you read the whole book and you get to the end, it's very obvious that this is a tyrant who's writing this advocating for essentially a world war no i'd say he goes past that but let me let me stop let me before we get there um i've i've really had uh conflicts this week because i have told people to read this book and um if i were if i were a fascist or if i uh if i didn't believe in my audience and i didn't believe in people that they could figure things out on themselves i would say we should ban this book. Get rid of this book. Don't read this book. It's very, very dangerous because it's brilliant. But if you are going to control your own life, if you are, go- if the American experiment is to survive, you have to understand the most compelling case um, against uh, the Great Reset. If you're going to survive, you have to know what we're fighting. That's why the Great Reset is there, and that's why this book I'm recommending as well, because this is this is Putin's uh, uh, antidote to the Great Reset. But it's the same system of oppression, just clothed differently. Yes, I think that this book, especially when you get towards the end and he starts talking about uh, what he believes, uh, what, what he and what other influential Russians in government believe is the best path forward and how the only way really to stop the great reset you begin to understand, especially in light of the fact that this book was only published six months ago or so you begin to understand what Putin is doing in Ukraine a lot better. I actually do not think that Vladimir Putin is, has just lost his mind uh, and he's just a crazy person. And I don't believe that he is doing this for power or money just in and of itself, because this doesn't make any sense if he's trying to do it for power or for money in and of themselves. I think this is about his legacy and the legacy of Russia and about ushering in this whole new radical era of, of fascism, of national fascism. And I think he wants to be remembered as the sort of George Washington type figure yes. that led the world towards yes. this new utopia that he imagined. Yes. And if you please, I beg of you, um, listen to the first hour of this broadcast. Get it on podcast, wherever you get your podcast, but listen to the full hour of the first hour of this broadcast podcast today. Because I go into the arguments of what we should be doing. And, uh, you know, at the half hour mark, I, I'm, I'm, I'm establishing that we all have a price on the, on the Ukrainian people. We all say, most of us say, we, we don't want troops over in Ukraine. So we've established a price. But then I give you a couple of other price tags that we are and will pay. 
And uh, it's actually a higher price than sending our troops over. Please listen to that because you're not going to get that information anyplace else. When you say, um, and I haven't finished reading it uh, yet, the um, uh, the Great Awakening versus the Great Reset by Alexander Dugan. I haven't finished it yet. But when you say he is looking for a world war, you know, his real design on the books that he's written that I have read for the Russian people, he is talking about literal Armageddon. He is talking about the end of everything that is modern, bringing us back to the Stone Age. So is he yeah, is he I just think. presenting a world war here or is he as apocalyptic as he is in his other books? He, he, he the way he frames it in this book is and remember, this is written for Americans yes. predominantly. OK, so he's, he doesn't get quite as apocalyptic as he does in the other books. Instead, what he says is that this is going to lead to a, uh, a an imperial awakening. That's the words that he uses where all of these different empires, nationalistic empires will rise up and will all be individually defenders of traditionalism in their own context. So Iran has its own traditionalism context, right? Like Sharia law. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Russia has its own traditionalism. And China has its own traditionalism. And America, you can be part of this too. You have your own thing, and we don't agree about everything, but you can have that as well. And so he sees, he calls on Russia to lead the charge to creating, ushering in this era of imperialism. That's the words that he's using. Um, and it's, it's totally insane, but he's suggesting that this is the way that we will awaken the world and prevent the Great Reset from taking hold. Now, this is, uh, this it's, is it's also important to know that he is trying to destroy the West. So when you read this and he's like, America, you can do this. Remember this, his goal is to destroy the the West and reset everything in chaos and through chaos. Correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and he, because he wants, he, he believes that we've all gone way off the track and he starts right off. We have at the very beginning saying individualism is the problem, right? right. Individual rights is the problem. And we need to blow all of that up and realize that only if we have a strong man, imposing traditional ideas can we get back to what the world should look like and he goes all the way back prior to the protestant reformation and talks about how we went off the track even before that because uh the protestant reformation led to this concept of individual rights he wants a radical collectivism and traditionalism not in a marxist kind of way necessarily but in a a fascist way, yeah. he really is a national a, a fascist. In, yeah, in he the says traditional sense. in other books he has said that the only problem with Hitler is he didn't go far enough. Um, so uh, <laughs> hang on, Justin, just a second. Nice I want to take guy. one minute back in just a minute. Um, my pillow, the world is on fire, and that's fun and all, but it's also very exhausting. Um, I've had a hard time getting good night's sleep lately. Thank goodness I have uh, uh, my pillow and the most comfortable sheets, I think, especially for the price. But I think without the price, they're the best sheets I've ever slept on. And they're from my pillow. And right now they're 60 percent off. They are as low as thirty nine ninety nine with the promo code back. 
Don't forget, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Use the promo code BECK. You'll also get uh, Lindell's uh, book for free with your purchase. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get these great radio specials now. Enter the promo code BECK, MyPillow.com. 10-second station ID. Look, this is uh, this this program, you know, in the coming weeks and months and however long we are on the air, this program will separate the men from the boys. Uh, This program is not really designed, never has been for people who just want to play politics. Um, This is to talk about what's really going on, um, discuss all kinds of ideas and look at things from all angles but with the understanding that you are smart enough to figure things out, that you will take this information and you will do your own homework and we will correct ourselves when we're wrong. I'm not, uh, I'm not ashamed to say I make mistakes. Of course I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but we have to do our best. If you're really interested in looking at what's really going on and you have a bill of rights perspective, that's my That's my base, God and the Bill of Rights. If you have that perspective, you're at home and uh, there's a lot of information that you will need that you won't get anyplace else. Justin, um, I'm going to go out uh, on a place that uh, my producers probably would say I shouldn't, uh, but I am very concerned about the influence here in America um, because there are people who understand this donald trump is not one of them but donald trump uses the same kind of language but that's just because he believes in america but advisors to him who are no longer advisors for instance steve bannon he knows vladimir dugan he has signed treaties uh you know or or partnerships with uh dugan in europe how dangerous is this to not understand what's really being said to the full extent by somebody who is a capital T traditionalist. Yeah, this is absolutely vital that people get this. It it would be so easy to fall into this trap that Dugan is setting. And that's exactly why he wrote this book. The whole purpose of it is propaganda to convince Americans. And I've been hearing from people who I've known for a very long time, really smart people who, who, especially prior to this invasion, just prior to it with Putin, were saying, pretty positive things about Putin, you know, all these, you know, he wants to defend traditionalism and he wants yep. to do that. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's a ploy. What is he really all about? What are these people really fundamentally all about? And that's why you, if you're re- going to read this book, you got to read it all the way to the end because yep. what you realize is that yes, he's right about many of the problems with the great reset. No doubt about it. He gets a lot of that stuff, right? But what's his solution? So his solution is another form of tyranny. And that's the problem. So Justin Haskins, uh, co-author of uh, my book, uh, The Great Reset. Thanks for being on with us. I I will tell you, in reading it last night, my thought was, yeah, you know, same problems happened in the 1920s and 1930s. And people said Hitler's got a remember, Hitler was Time Magazine's man of the year in 38 in a positive light. 
People said, yeah, he's got answers and they're good. No, read his book. He also has some significant problems. That's what this book is. This book is the modern era Mein Kampf. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Patriot Mobile is uh, here. Patriot Mobile uh, holds our values dear. See, now let me see. Let me use some of the language of uh, Alexander Dugan. Nobody who is who is defending our traditional values. Who's defending Thanksgiving? Who's defending, you know, Christmas and what it really means? Who's defending your kids in school from these crazy sex ed things? Who's doing it? Nobody. Now come over to me to Russia and I will help you. That's where it goes awry. You have to know people may be saying much of the same thing, but there is a difference. Patriot Mobile believes all of those things, too. But they also believe in individualism and the Bill of Rights. So not only are you going to get great cell service, get away from the big mobile providers that are on the other side of the coin, uh, but you'll also save a lot of money. Join Patriot Mobile right now. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck 972 Patriot or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. The book is a great reset. Don't miss it by Glenn Beck. It's available in bookstores now. Get the first chapter free at glensnewbook.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So glad you're here. Going to go over all the audio that we missed this week. Some unbelievable stuff uh, on the uh, TV show tonight. Airs at 5 o'clock on Blaze TV. Uh, it is uh, our, um, our Friday night exclusive. You don't want to miss it. It's usually pretty funny. I mean, mainly because Stu's not involved in it at all. Wow. Yeah. That, that hurts. Yeah, I know it mm. does. I know it does. Question for you. Yeah. Would you buy... Mm-hmm. A molecular drink printer. Uh, uh, say it again. A, a molecular, molecular drink, drink printer. printer. So is this like Star Trek Earl Grey tea hot and it materializes? Basically, yes. So there's a company called Canna, C-A-N-A. Uh, they have the first molecular beverage printer. They will give you, there is a single cartridge of flavorings that goes into this thing. It's on your countertop. Um, And it can make thousands of different beverages, supposedly, including juice, soft drinks, iced coffee, sports drink, wine, and cocktails. This is something, by the way, they're not saying this is in development for, you know, 20 years in the future. Supposedly available to order now and shipping early next year. Okay, we can't get chips for our cars, but <laughs> yeah, we can get a molecular drink printer. I ordered a car six months ago, and they haven't even answered my email. Oh, they're sick of you now. No, they're totally they're sick, sick of sick me. They're sick of you. I'm like, hey, can I just wanted to check in on the car? We will tell you when it's coming. <laughs> we will tell you when it arrives. Don't even, I don't even ask, I'm not even going to tell you when it's coming. We will tell you when it's on the lot. And here's the best part of that. We will also tell you the new price. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why they're ignoring me so much because yeah. because I've uh, you know I have a specific price there and they want to charge probably three times as much for it. Yeah. But so, anyway, so this will do. Also, there is a there is a, a hitch to this. 
system. <laughs> It'll destroy your, <laughs> your will, genome. <laughs> will melt your organs. <laughs> and it is in the form of a vaccine. You have to inject it. No, it, <laughs> it is. Um, uh, so they have obviously the you're going to run out of the stuff, right? The flavorings. It's supposed to last about a month. And they say they will send you the new cartridges monthly for free. There is a hitch. Yeah. What is it? The hitch is you have to pay per drink. So this thing is sitting in your house and you're buying the drinks for between 29 cents and $3 on a per drink basis. So that probably works out to be, you know, I mean, as an alcoholic, how strong can I make those drinks? (laughs) You know I, I mean? assume they're going to be pretty because I used to just fill my glass with Jack Daniels. And then I, at the end, I was just showing it the can of Coke. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like just kind of just spill a little bit into the huge tumbler. Did you have uh, massive amounts of mostly full Coca-Cola cans oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time? Yeah. I poured Coke out. of. I mean, <laughs> you know, and it was just one of those things that makes you feel like I'm not an alcoholic. I'm I'm an drink alcoholic. straight Jack. I drink. That's crazy. I'm cutting it with Coke. Oh, my gosh. I remember the first Coke I had after I sobered up and I was like. It's just like a candy cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, it never really hit the jack. They say they're calling it novel microfluidic liquid dispense technology. I don't like that. It's not a good term. No, it's not a not good a term. Good, not no. a good term. No, no. They of course are saying that it will cost less than the bottled beverages you'd get at stores. So I mean, whether that's true but or not. What, how does it? What does it do? <laughs> I mean, it's not magic. What does it do? And what does it do to your internal organs? I, I you know, think I mean, something that is organs. like, you want a cup of coffee? Coffee. Hot. Oh, you'd like a Jack and Coke? Jack and Coke. Cold. I don't think it should come out of the same tap. How I'm is it making alcohol? I, I mean, I can't say that I understand the technology fully. I mean, it's, it's one thing to say uh, it can make uh, wine something that tastes like wine, which is incredible in and of itself. But does it have the effect yeah, of alcohol? So it actually has alcohol. You can put the alcohol behind a pin code so your kids can't just come up and you know, start, oh, really? <laughs> just start drinking. What are you, you drinking? Juice. Juice. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> Jack and Coke. You want another juicy cup? <laughs> um, $499 for the first 10,000 orders. And then it rises to $799 after that. They expect to ship the machine in early 2023. So I have an early 3D printer. I'd almost kind of like that just to have it for history's sake. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, nobody's going to have it. What am I going to do? <laughs> my, my wife was like, you know, if crap hits the fan. What are you going to do with the FDR wheelchair? We're going to drag that along in a covered wagon, too? That's brilliant. <laughs> I like when she calls you out. It makes me, it makes me very happy. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it, I think this would be cool to have, but I, I would think, you know, there's something about the actual, like, name brand beverages. Like, there's a lot of things I can buy the generic version of and not I hate care. Them. I can't get the, you know, you want, if you want Coke, you want Coke. You yeah. want Pepsi, you want Pepsi. Mm-hmm. The name brand is, there's something to it. There's a certain taste that you desire. I'd like to try desire. it, though. Wouldn't you like yes, to try 100%. it? Yes, 100%. I, mean, I want one could... in my house, certainly. 100% <laughs> want one in my house. Now, I, I did Again, think... 
Is there any thought to what it might do to your internal organs? I mean, what is it going to do? It's not going to do any more damage than your jack did out of the bottle. <laughs> it did all sorts of damage to your organs. I don't know. If I you're don't no know. In the, in, the, in the era of, yeah, just inject this in. It's going to stop COVID. Well, I might screw with your genetic code, but we're pretty <laughs> sure it's not going to. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, look at us, Glenn. Yeah. How how valuable is our genetic code anyway? No, I no. wish someone would change it. Have you seen us? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, what are we protecting here? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I want to make sure we don't alter anything. Maybe we should alter things. Next week's podcast I just recorded yesterday, and it's with uh, Dr. Malone, mm-hmm. and he was talking about, you know, RNA technology mrna the idea is to not change the genetic code right you know what i mean yep. it goes in and it dissipates after you know a few weeks, a short period of time yep. it breaks down and dissipates and i'm like are we sure that and he's like well we we're pretty sure we're pre- i'd like to be really really <laughs> sure on things like that and you know he was talking about crispr i brought crispr up to him uh, which sounds good, doesn't it? it sounds like something it's it should be a, like it's in your refrigerator. It is in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course, nothing's good in that drawer. No, that's the worst drawer in the refrigerator. It is. That's the one I never open. Yeah, you, you put stuff in there that you want to ignore. Right. So that should be kind of the rule of thumb with the actual genetic altering uh, system called CRISPR. Don't open the drawer. Yeah, like if my wife was cheating on me and using a secondary cell phone, she could just store it in that drawer and I'd never know. <laughs> You'd never see it. Never see it's it. It's right there with the tomatoes right. and the lettuce and stuff. <laughs> I mean, the whole huh. time it was sitting Who right knew? on top Who of knew? the lettuce and I never wow. checked. Pictures of you and him <laughs> together in that drawer. Yeah. Never saw never it. Saw it. Never saw Amazing. it. Never saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So CRISPR meaning the gene editing yeah. concept, that, right? That, that China is doing. Um, and China well, is not the only one that's doing that, right? That, no, but they're doing like superhuman stuff. They're they're trying to edit for, you know, kind of, you know, kind of the Nazi soldier kind of thing. Oh, yeah, superhuman okay. soldiers. Uh, it's kind of scary what they're doing, uh, but you know, it just seems like again the drawer none of us should open. We're, we're in a world now where everybody is like, yeah, but they're doing it. So we got to do it. Well, that's right. the I, AI argument, right? Right. And we I need to get out in front of it. We need to be the ones that have mastered this technology. Yeah, I get that and everything. And I'm for it. You know what I mean? I'm kind of right. like, yeah, it's kind of, we, um, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, about um, uh, computer, uh, quantum computing and apparently the first thing that's going to come online beyond quantum computing and China is way ahead on this is quantum communication. Quantum yeah. communication will be able to go on every device whenever without blocking. So in other words, China says, hey, you know what? We're going to make sure that uh, Mr. Ping over here can be heard and it's on every device and you cannot block it. Yeah, scary. I'm going to be in a Unabomber shack in yeah, a couple oh yeah. of years. Like, that's oh, how yeah. this ends for yeah, me. Yeah. Hopefully, so, I'm not mailing people things. And, and the problem with this is, is it, it is also, you know, it is for um, communication. So, if you, have, if you have cyber warfare, drones and everything else, it can't be blocked. And it can't go over a hill and get lost. 
So in other words, you know, it has no line of sight kind of. It's right. just there. And uh, that kind of is, you know, I kind of, I like the idea that we would have it, and yet I'm horrified by the thought that we would have it. It's a tough thing to balance because, number one, the point that someone else is going to do it first is a real point. It's not a BS point so that people can justify doing it themselves. It's true China will pursue will pursue this technology. Oh, and they're ahead of us. Really? Are they really? Yeah, I, they're ahead of us. Even, wow, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Live in my brain. Yeah, I don't, you don't want to. No, I don't, don't want to do that. You don't want to spend you'll have that drink dispenser making <laughs> booze for you all the time. <laughs> all righty. Let's uh talk to you about Goldline. Hey, read a uh, read a report today from a financial advisor that said, uh, think gold might get to three thousand dollars an ounce. Wouldn't that be great? Wow, we can make so much money. Well, uh, what was the line from uh, uh, from Rupert? Uh, not Rupert. Uh, Rudyard Kipling. Um, we had plenty of money, but nothing our money could buy. Yeah, mm. kind of headed down that road now. Um, progressivism is on the march. Um, the great reset is on the march with, with inflation, the way it is today, please listen to our number one. It's about to get very, very difficult for everyone. Um, be prepared, please by this summer, be prepared. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen. It could maybe never happen. I'm always wrong on timing. But I'm pretty damn good on direction, and I'm telling you, it's coming. Um, please call Goldline and see if gold or silver is right for you. They have a special promotion. includes free silver, one-ounce Indian replicas, box of 20 of the historic Indian gold coins. You'll receive 10 of these with the free silver replicas for free. Um, gold and silver are going to be... Really important in the future, I believe. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, um... A lot of people ask me about this, about our um, American Journey experience, where we teach history exactly how it happened. And we know that because we have the documents and the artifacts to show you. And we teach from those um, here at uh, Mercury One and the Mercury Studios. I want you and your family to come. You'll have front row seats to learn the stories of our nation that you will not hear anywhere else. It is more important than ever that you know the truth of American history. Um, I invite you and your family to come to the American Journey Experience Family Seminar. It is March 18th uh, and 19th, just a couple of weeks away, in uh, Dallas. We're going to spend the weekend together, do a deep dive into history that you need to hear. You'll learn from uh, wall builders, expert historians, David Barton, Tim Barton, and myself. You will hold... Uh, pieces of history in your hands in our state-of-the-art artifact vault. Um, we'll be teaching why history matters, and I have to tell you, we have been we've been teaching this, and I am shocked at how many not little little kids, but you know, ten and twelve-year-olds are fascinated by it. 
It is a lot of history. You'll have to bring your own notebook, but I bring a few of them. Uh, The cost for the family training is $100 for individuals, $175 for couples, and $250 for a family. I mean, I don't know how many people you have in a family, but it's uh, one price fits all. $250 for a family, $175 for couples, $100 for individuals. Meals are not provided, transportation not, accommodations. This is just for the, uh, the sessions. They'll be taught family style with adults and children in the same sessions. Um, we're going to cover slavery, um, the Holocaust, you name it. And it is true. Uh, and you will feel history like you've never felt it before. You can go and get all of the details and sign up right now. These go really rapidly. Uh, go to AmericanJourney.org. AmericanJourney.org. It's happening in a couple of weeks, and I can't wait to see you. And then I'm uh, Saturday, I think it ends Saturday night, and I have to leave about uh, 3 o'clock on Saturday because I'm going to be going to Hungary, which is beginning to sound like not such a good idea. <laughs> what a great time for a trip to Europe. <laughs> Now's the time. Low, yeah. low rates. <laughs> I'm going to meet with some people who understand freedom. That's I great. really want to understand th- what they think freedom is. You know, because freedom, they don't have a tea party. They don't have um, a small government libertarian understanding of freedom in most parts of europe yeah. and i hear that that is happening in hungary so i want to i want to hear their stories and and understand what's happening because there are movements all over the world right now and if they are connected to our bill of rights kind of freedom the understanding of true individual rights it's good i wanted to check it out for myself so i'll be going there uh, in a couple yeah, let weeks. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, you're not going to go. I invited you. Yeah, I got a uh, big conflict. Um, big going conflict. On. Yeah, it's um, between Russia and Ukraine. So yeah. that's why I'm not. <laughs> really? I have a big conflict yeah. on the schedule. Huh. Uh, Russia and Ukraine. There's okay. missiles flying all over the place. At so the moment, you're. So. What a surprise. You're not no. going. You have a general rule don't travel with Glenn anywhere outside of the United States. I, I mean, the riskiest thing I do in my life is work with you. That's right. clear. <laughs> And I'm a guy who eats like, I go to Taco Bell like 12 times a week. And you clearly are the riskiest part of my life. Uh, I'll be broadcasting from Hungary in a couple of weeks uh, as well for that. But make sure you join us. Sign up now with your family, AmericanJourney.org. It is history like you've never seen or felt before. Join us in our Mercury One American Journey vaults and see history firsthand.